Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Random BS. This week we're going to be talking about the Purdue Boilermakers who were drafted in the NFL draft this past week. again and thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Random BS. Uh, first an apology, last week I know the audio was all screwed up. I've messed with my setup here a little bit and I think I have a better setup so hopefully the audio comes through a little bit better than it did and if it doesn't I apologize I'm still working with a bunch of a new equipment here so also not a professional podcaster so I'm going to try to get better but um, I think that uh, we won't see something as bad as it was last week. So today I wanted to talk about the NFL draft. Now, a disclaimer, I don't really follow the NFL uh, that closely. I used to be a huge uh, pro football fan, but just has fallen off as of late. So I'm not really going to be talking about what this means for each of the teams who drafted Purdue players, but I do want to talk a little bit about the Purdue players that were drafted and maybe a little bit about their prospects as an NFL player. So this year was a huge year for Boilermakers in the draft. Five players were drafted. This is the most since 2004, which was a fantastic year for Purdue football players. That year, there were four players drafted in the third round, two in the fourth, two in the sixth, and one in the seventh. That is nine selections for Purdue, which is just an absolute monster number so this year there were five and it was a pretty good turnout for for Purdue and something that Purdue fans should be fairly happy with I think that we were expecting some uh some players to be drafted uh coming into the draft but uh for many of them heading into their college football career we weren't really looking at them as NFL type players the first player that was drafted for Purdue was the transfer from Iowa, Charlie Jones, who was drafted number 131 overall. And this was in the fourth round, uh, the 29th pick in the fourth round. So Charlie Jones obviously played a huge role for Purdue in his uh, last season. He is known for being a really solid route runner. He's got good speed, if not like blazing speed. Uh, and he's really savvy in how he runs his routes. Uh, he's a great um, great route runner, great at finding those pockets in the defense where he can get open and, and is very reliable as a pass catcher. He's very quick, and he just has all of those characteristics that you might expect out of someone who uh, will play the slot in the pros. So I don't think we know quite yet what that's going to look like, but I think most people are assuming that's the role that he's going to play at the next level. So he was drafted by the Bengals, and, um, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, he's got a chance to really have a solid career. A good slot receiver can often have a, a quite long career. So we were sort of expecting him to get drafted in, in anywhere between the third and the fifth round. And so having him drafted in the fourth seems right on target for his talent and uh, what was expected of him. He was so electrifying to watch as a Boilermaker in his senior season, and it'll be great to see uh, him be successful at the next level. And then the second Purdue draftee in the uh, fourth round was quarterback Aiden O'Connell, 
And Aidan O'Connell has been largely the topic of conversation amongst Purdue fans uh, ever since he really started to play for Purdue. Uh, there's always been the two camps of Purdue fans, those that thought that he was truly a generational uh, talent for Purdue, that he belonged amongst the greats, and those who thought that some of the other folks on Purdue's roster would um, overtake him. And I am one of those who felt like he was a good number two option for many years, but he really sold me uh, during the bowl game the previous season, not this last season that he sat out, but the previous one. I mean, the guy just plays with so much heart and just just wins and put up some really monster numbers for Purdue. And I really enjoyed watching him this past season. I know that winning the West was great and everyone's really excited about that, but there were a lot of ups and downs with this, with this Purdue team, a little bit of watching them, you know, barely escape a couple times, barely lose a couple times, really not quite sure if they reach their potential or not. And we don't really have to talk about the bowl game uh, that he obviously set out, but um, it was a really fun season to watch him, him air the ball out. I think that there are a lot of um, questions about him at the next level. He has some, um, uh, physical attributes that make him a prototypical NFL quarterback. He's tall. He's six foot three. He's about two fifteen, um, and you know that that bodes well for NFL quarterbacks. There's not that sort of um, look at his his physical attributes and and, and stating that that's that's going to stop him. Except he's well below average in terms of athleticism. Um, from what I do know about the NFL, there is a huge emphasis on quarterbacks who can who can make a play, maybe not specifically with uh, running the ball, although there are some quarterbacks who are very good at that. But just being able to create a little bit, create some space, create some time for yourself, allow for your receivers to get open, that's the type of thing that O'Connell struggled with at Purdue. He's not quite a statue, but he kind of might be at the next level given just how fast and strong everybody else is. It's going to be a huge adjustment for him. But on the plus side, we saw uh, in his career at Purdue, he's really good at, at getting the ball out quickly. He's, he, has a, he has a great release. I think he's got great speed on the ball, although I've seen some reports that say that it's below average. I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with that. I saw him fitted in some pretty tight windows and, and throw some real heaters that his wide receivers weren't always able to, to pull in. But he's he's fairly accurate. He's got a really good touch and timing with the ball. Uh, he really excels at those, you know, five to 15 yard passes, although we've seen him air it out a couple of times before. Those plays usually take a lot more time to develop, and you wonder if he's going to have that time at the next level. But he's got some skills, and he's got some things that make him an attractive prospect. And he was the 10th ranked quarterback in this class, I believe, usually like that 8 to 12 range. And um, that seems appropriate for him. I don't know if he is going to be um, considered for the starting role for the Raiders. Um, it all depends on you know who's 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 there and who's healthy and all of that sort of stuff. But I think that we shouldn't so quickly dismiss the value of having a really solid 
QB two, especially in the pros where people get hurt. Um, you know, he might not be Aaron Rodgers, but if he can come in and and play some solid games, like he could have a long career. Uh, Curtis Painter, obviously another Purdue player, had a long career backing up Peyton Manning, and that was due in large part to the fact that. He got along with Peyton. I think that was the primary reason why he stayed so long. But, again, he uh, knew his role and he played it well, and I think that's what Aiden O'Connell is being looked to do at that next level. Um, so we'll see what how his career turns out. I know Purdue fans are probably as interested in him as they are any of the players drafted this year. So we'll see a lot of, of talk for him over the next couple of months and hopefully he can stick around hopefully he can grab that second QB spot and stick around for a few years David Blau although a much different quarterback than O'Connell had what I would consider a very nice NFL career doing that thing where you're just a solid backup you can come in and win some games and uh, provide value to the team and that's really what these these NFL teams are looking for and I'm excited to watch him play as I mentioned Earlier on in his career, I was thinking that there might be a couple guys who were better than him, but he proved me wrong, and he played very well. And I think, and I said this at the end of the season podcast with the, with the full boiled sports team, that I felt like he was clearly of cradle of quarterbacks player, and I feel that same way now. Um, he was just fantastic to watch. I'm really happy for him and really excited to see what he does at that next level. Moving on to the fifth round, we had Payne Durham drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was the 171th pick overall, and he um, obviously drafted as a tight end. He's another guy who has a lot of physical attributes that you would describe as being important in the NFL for a tight end. He's six foot six. He's about 250, 260. He's got great hands. He's got good speed for his position. And he's really good at finding that location, those soft spots within the defense, and sitting down, grabbing the ball, and then making some 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 tacklers miss after catching, getting the ball upfield. That's a really valuable thing. Not really known as a um, as a as a great blocker, but a solid uh, blocker. He's effective in the run game. He's effective as a decoy. And I think the, I think he's one of those guys that after he gets a couple years, maybe in the NFL, you'll see him put on some weight, put on some strength, and might be able to uh, be more complete in his game after he does so. So he's got great size, great length. He's got good enough athleticism, and uh, we'll see we'll see what he's able to do with with Tampa Bay. Um, it'll be interesting to, to follow his career as well. I think he's got a great chance at making the roster. I mean, fifth-round picks, those aren't necessarily guaranteed. But, again, depending on what the Tampa Bay Bucks have and what they need, he's probably a guy who can stick around at least for a couple years and have that opportunity to get stronger, show some of that value in both aspects of, of the game, both in the, in the run, run game and in the pass game. And then we'll see what he's, what he's, able, to, what he's able to do from there. So then we have Corey Trice, who is another guy that um, uh, we sort of look at as as someone who 
uh, has the the attributes necessary to be successful at that next level. He's a cornerback. He's 6'3", which is always great when you have like a really tall cornerback. He's a little over 200 pounds. He could probably stand to put on a little bit of, of strength, but um, he's going to the Steelers with the 241st pick overall. And uh, just his length, his athleticism, and his quickness, he's he's – Fast for his size, which is not something that you normally see with a guy that's six foot three. He's really got some great speed. He's great, great quickness too. And that quickness comes to play in um, how he moves his hips, how he moves with the wide receiver, how he makes adjustments to cuts. And we've seen that with his ability to intercept the ball, to make great plays on the ball. He was he was fun to watch. Um, he is a physical cornerback, which he's able to do given that he's six foot three I think that he still needs to add a little bit of strength but he's not too far off he's very athletic which always helps um he's he's a willing tackler I would say in the run defense although he's not um he's not shy of getting in there and mixing it up but he's not going to be a guy that's going to really dominate the run game which you wouldn't expect out of a cornerback anyway but he had a great career at Purdue. He was fun to watch, and um, he's another guy who has a great shot, uh, just giving his, given his intangibles, his athleticism, his frame and build, that he'll probably get a fairly uh, honest chance at being successful at that next level. So we'll keep watching for him. And then the last Purdue player who was uh, drafted was uh, Jalen Graham, who was the 255th pick overall, and he's going to San Francisco. So Jalen Graham, he's an outside linebacker, and uh, he just really had an, um, an excellent career at Purdue. He was a guy that I think early on people started looking at as someone who had legit NFL prospects. The knock against Graham is that at six foot two, 220, 225 pounds, he's a little bit undersized as an outside linebacker in the NFL. That came through a little bit in the uh, in, in college a little bit uh, when playing against more NFL ready teams like in Ohio State, for example. But even with that sort of measurables um, um, deficiency, which is probably why he was he was drafted 255th overall. He has he is known for having like really long arms, really uh, big hands. He's known for being um, fast for his size. He's really as an outside linebacker, you're looking for someone who can provide good run support, uh, good um, coverage of running backs out of the backfield, and primarily probably, depending on the teams that they're playing, um, the ability to match up against uh, uh, tight ends and provide that sort of pass coverage. And with his speed, he is able to do that. Uh, I think he'll be effective in that role. So we're looking at Jalen Graham as someone who can really be um, effective in the NFL and also who sh should get a, a legitimate chance to go out there and, uh, and, and make something happen. So he's... He, he's an effort, high effort player. He uh, finishes plays very well, but he's still with his size. Um, he's going to struggle a little bit shedding blockers, especially in the run game. Um, he's got to be able to, if he can't make the play, he's got to at least affect the play and, and eat up some space. That's going to be hard to do at 6'2", 220. So 
Uh, you, he's obviously not going to get any taller, but he could get stronger, uh, continue to improve his speed. And you could see him as someone that uh, could make a jump in the NFL and have a solid career. So I think that's the theme for Purdue draft picks this season. You're not going to see a lot of guys who are uh, likely future Hall of Famers, although Aiden O'Connell was a was a was a walk on who I never expected to play down for Purdue, and now he's uh, the second highest draft pick in the for Purdue in the twenty three draft. So, you know, what do I know? But I think you see that each of these five guys have a lot of solid skills, good intangibles, good measurables for the most part, and um, have a chance to really, uh, if not excel, then at least contribute and have a solid uh, pro career. So none of these guys are going to uh, be expected to come in and be day one difference makers for their prospective squads. Uh, I don't know about the gaps on each of these teams, but just looking at where they were drafted and who was drafted ahead of them, they are probably not going to be, and probably not going to be a lot of day one starters in this group, but that's not the only metric of success. Uh, in pro sports, like not everyone can be, you know, a 10 time pro bowl or not everyone can start every game of their career. Uh, these teams in the NFL and in any sort of team sport, they're really, uh, the stars are buttressed by having a, a, a roster full of like really solid players who know their role and who can execute a scheme and can do what it takes to turn their team into a winning team. And so, even if none of these those five players ever make a Pro Bowl, which I wouldn't rule it out, but I wouldn't say that it's expected, you're still looking at a bunch of guys who can make solid contributions to their team. So, I, again, don't really follow the NFL quite so much, but we'll do what I've done for Purdue draftees in the past, which is sort of look and see how they're doing every once in a while, and we'll root them on if the if the occasion comes. So I think Purdue fans, there's a lot of uncertainty with the program now. You've got a new head coach, a transfer quarterback. You've got some holes on the roster that we'll talk about in subsequent weeks. There is a huge variability in terms of what proper ex- expectations for this team looks like next season could be. Three wins could be seven wins. Who knows? I guess we'll just figure out as we get closer to time. But um, with that in mind, looking at what happened last season, looking at the division title, looking at five players drafted the most in the last, you know, uh, uh, 19 years, this is, there's a lot to be, there's a lot to be proud of. So I'm very excited. You all should be excited too. Looking forward to seeing what these, what these guys can do. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Random BS. Uh, I am Michael. You can find me on Twitter at The Railroad Tie. And as always, I welcome questions, comments, concerns, complaints, any sort of notion of what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see more of. This is just a, kind of an experiment to see if something like this is is valuable, is useful, is something that Purdue fans like to listen to, especially as we enter that summer season where there's not a whole lot going on. So I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have any comments for me, uh, please let me know. Thanks again.